quiz. I think, I think, well, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, who'd you have, caffeine today? What the hell is that up to How much coffee did you drink before the show? Listen, you can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Catone. Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England steel. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone and Joe Guarneri, and we are presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. Listen, you can see us on YouTube, so make sure you get on YouTube, put in Corso and Catone, and uh, all of our shows will pop up, including this one, and make sure you subscribe, give us that thumbs up. But if you can only listen to us, you can do that too. You can do that on the uh, iTunes radio, the iHeartRadio app, Podbean, and uh, for you Alexa listeners, you can just uh, go ahead and say, Alexa, play Corso and Catone podcast on iHeart, and uh, all of our shows will pop up. And uh, listen, check us out at on Twitter, at Corso underscore Catone. Mark has some funny anecdotes up, along with our schedule, of when you can see the broadcast. And our heated hotline, 855-313-PAT. You know the drill. Leave a message 24-7. Anything you want to get off your chest, Joe will sift through, pick the one he likes for Mark and I to discuss, and that one could be yours. So, 855-313-7287. lot to get to today, a lot to get to. We're going to have our heated hotline and uh, everyone in the Pats Nation. Patriots pregame show as the Patriots kick off in 8.15 Eastern. Uh, roughly, right, Mark? And roughly, yeah. Yeah, as they travel to Buffalo for what are they calling the Super Wild Card Weekend? Super Wild Card Weekend, yeah, something yeah, so like that. That playoff game is going to kick off at eight fifteen, and of course, we'll have our two-minute warning where we'll give our game prediction of this game and the other games that are uh, that are going on around the league. So, hi boys, how are we feeling today? Hey, it's playoff time. We're finally we're back in it. I'm good. I'm good. Don't don't you think Mark should be just a little more excited? Joe, <laughs> just a little bit. Well, he's, he's listen, keeping true to his... Uh, last year, Chris, did you honestly think we'd be back this quickly? We were a train wreck uh, last year, I right? always knew it. Oh, you're so full of it. <laughs> I always knew it, you know. <laughs> oh, listen, well, Mark will get nice and excited probably, uh, well, as I'm sure, when we get to... Uh, when we get to uh, the pregame show. So, listen, let's get, well, let's get right into it then. Heated Hotline, Joe, you ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hotline. Uh, Joe, was that Phil? Did I hear that right? Phil? Bill. That would be Bill. Bill from South Beach. Phil, Bill. I call him South Beach Bill. Bill. Okay. So, Bill, listen, uh, Bill. We, we we appreciate the uh, the heated hotline message. Uh, Mark, listen, he brings up – I mean, this was a huge – this was a big story this week. I mean, you had Black Monday where you had all the firings of the yep. head coaches, and yep. I think the, mo- the biggest surprise was Flores. Oh, absolutely was the biggest surprise. Well, why did Miami do that? Well, I think the caller hits it uh, right on the head, Chris, that there seemed to be some sort of issue with Flores not wanting to move forward with Tua because he doesn't think he's the quarterback. And I think the ownership and general manager have think Tua's the guy, and, and, and they, they want to keep him in that position. And I think they came to a head, and obviously Flores lost. They got rid of him. Um, you know, and, and, and the comment that he brings up about – telling him I should have taken Mac Jones. I don't think he meant Jones. I think it was, I know Mike Lombardi reported that, but I think he misquoted. I think it was um, Hebert that that he wanted the kid from the Chargers, I think, is what yeah. he said. I should have taken Hebert over Yeah, because you, he went right? one pick after. He they went one two pick after. Three, and and obviously, if you look four. at the two of them, Chris, oh, my yeah, God, well, there's no comparison in the two quarterbacks. Flores is right. Yeah, Flores is right. 
But do you say that to a guy? <laughs> well, you don't say that to a guy. Absolutely not. Yeah, you know, you're gonna say, "Hey, listen, uh, we, you know, I, I, you know, I, I made a mistake and I picked you, but you know, get out there and, uh, you know, listen, get out I'm there sure. and do your best today, you know." <laughs> I'm no. sure Belichick's not telling Mac Jones I should have kept Brady. But yeah, I mean, yes. you know, you can say, like, what did he do? It like pregame? Were they on the field warming up yeah. saying, hey, uh, the biggest game of your life? You know, I really should have taken e- e- Ebert there. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But he's right, Mark. He should have taken him over to her. But you know what? It's his pick. It's his pick. So now, you know, you got to figure it out. And and supposedly Flores was all in on trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. So so I think, and, and I think that one example of what he told Tua, Chris, I think, I from what I've been hearing, he was kind of a hot ass, and and, and I think he lost some of that locker room. This is the problem. You know, this makes you think about, and, and the caller brings this up too, about the coaching tree. You know, you see guys like Bill Walsh, like he said, and, um, you know, different guy, Holmgren, and, and all some of these other guys, Parcells and so on, um, in history where, you know, the coaches are pretty damn good coming out of that tree, and, and for some reason – these guys that come out of the Belichick tree, yeah. they don't seem to, they just don't, other than Saban, and that's college, you know, but, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, nobody really is successful. I mean, O'Brien was a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And I, bit. you could argue, you could say Flores was. He was successful, too. I mean, he's, he's, he's got a good record. He beat the Patriots, what, like four times? Yeah. yeah. So why, though, is this, Mark, with, the, with these coaches that come from Belichick? What, what, why isn't this work? I, th- I, th- I think Chris Belichick has a persona about him that these assistant coaches see, but, but I don't necessarily know if they really know what happens behind closed doors when Belichick's having those one-on-one meetings or, or private conversations with players, where obviously if Belichick was doing what Flores and Patricia did down in Detroit, he wouldn't have lasted 20 years with, with right. the Patriots, right? So so I think they're missing that piece. Yeah, sure, Belichick is probably real critical in the film room, right? He Maybe he's critical during practice, but I think there's also that, hey, there's when he's one-on-one with these guys and, and having a different type of a session with them. I don't think that's the interaction, Chris, because he wouldn't have lasted right this long. And and it, it's also reminiscent to me. We heard this about Belichick when he was in Cleveland, Yeah, Cleveland ran him out of there. And I think he might've learned his lesson when he came here. Okay. I can't do that, but it seems his assistants haven't learned that Chris. Well, that goes to the next question I was going to ask, which is, the micromanaging parts, because I think that the issue in Cleveland was that Belichick, he had his thumb on every little thing that went on, and he just, it was just, he didn't yeah. understand how to delegate. You remember those guys there, they had the slappies, yeah. they called them, yep. where, you know, the guy, uh, what's his name, that went to Detroit, was a, was, was a coach there, you had Pioli, you had Dimitrov, Saban, you know, um, a lot of yeah. these guys. Uh, we're in uh, Cleveland with them, yeah. Yeah, we're in Cleveland, and, and the coach that went to the Jets that uh, blew the lid on the, the spy gate. Oh, yeah, 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 Manji. yeah, yeah, yeah. Manji. Manji. Was, was he in Cleveland, too, though, he with him? He was in Cleveland, too. Yeah, there was, was a whole okay. list of guys that, that were okay. just, you know. Okay. Um, and then that coach, remember that coach that went to Detroit? I can't never remember his name, but he was there. Um, so he, he, was, he was micromanaged there. Do you think that the, one of the reasons these guys can't make it is because you know how Brady would cover up for the deficiencies, you know, on the, on the field? Do you think Belichick covered up for those deficiencies in the coaching staff? These yeah, guys positive. just weren't as good as Chris. Positive, Chris, positively, positively. So, right? positively, so he, he does. You know? Well, Chris, when the defense is playing bad, we see it. You see it on TV. Who's yeah. huddling them up with the clipboard? It's Belichick. It's not the defensive coordinator. Right. It really right? wasn't Cornell when he was there for those years, and and. So, okay, so when you look at a guy like Flores, because Belichick's gut, he has a track record of bringing guys back. I mean, Chris, you know what Belichick is? He reminds me of of that old saying, like in some, I've read stuff on leadership just because of what I do in my profession. So he doesn't delegate leadership. Chris, he talking it's about not the driving distrib- school. And yeah, no, not the driving school. <laughs> so he doesn't. So he doesn't distribute leadership. Where I give you, hey, you're in charge of defense, lead it, do it. Oh, We're like check-ins, yeah. right? He just delegates it, but it's really him who's leading it. He just delegates and hey, here's what you're doing: A, B, C, and D. Make sure these things happen. But but he's not really distributing that leadership to you. So you're the leader of that piece. I still think Belichick, Chris, has his hand and oversees everything. 
right? So, so once these guys get out on their own, I think that's why they struggle. Because they're really not ready. No, they're really not ready. They they're appear really, to really be not. ready. But the, even McDaniels, when he went to Denver, Chris, that was a train wreck. Yeah. Because they're getting credit for things that they don't. And, and, and if, they, if they are successful, it's a program that's willing to stick with them for a long time, like Alabama and Saban. Yeah. You know, yeah. Saban and was I'm be honest with, with him, Chris, too. I honestly think if, if, if Miami stuck with Flores, I think he would have been. I think he would have been successful. It's he seemed to be building something there, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, that was a head scratcher to me. I, I you know, I, I, who? Okay, so for who then? Who, who are you gonna get? Who are you gonna get know. that's better? You're gonna get some some thirty year old, you know, coordinator in college somewhere that's you know like a who's better out there? Yeah. Mayo. Oh. <laughs> You know, so I mean, listen, Mayo is definitely not ready, Chris. That that would be an absolute joke if they went and hired Mayo. But 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 supposedly Mayo, Chris, is one of the leading candidates in Houston. I think it's the familiarity with that with the with the you know Casario and the, what's the Easter. I get it, but Chris, those guys on. there. I mean, I mean they'll give it's a better spot for Mayo because yeah. they'll give him the longest leash. Yeah, they don't will. You think? I yeah, mean, probably. They, yeah, they will. Because they have New England guys and all that. But no, I don't think I don't think Mayo's ready at all. So Chris, he also makes the comment that our coaches suck in general now. That's what you said last week in our post game. We talked about that last week. We both did, right? Right. Yeah, in our post game. I mean, you you were all over the coaches and and Mark, I don't know how you can say anything else. I mean, you've got an inside linebacker coach that's being considered for head coaching jobs in the league, and the inside linebackers are the the weakest part of this team. Yeah. uh, again, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know what his son does over there. I don't know what the son does. Well, you notice, Chris, it's very funny. The son's not being mentioned for any jobs. Well, I mean, why would he? I mean, it, 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 I, I can't imagine. It, uh, yeah. He's so, they're so thin. They are so spread so thin at the coaching. Other than McDaniel, who, yeah. you know, that's a bona fide, legitimate coordinator. Yep. And I think he's got a lot of the reins as far as what, what they're doing on offense. But otherwise... I looked down that line, and the special teams coach. Oh my God! I mean that 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 kid well, is Chris, just drowning I, we talk, over there. We talked a little bit about him last week and his credentials, and 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 I don't know, Chris, how he survives. He's he has to be one of the first casualties of the offseason. Is you when you do your restructuring of coaching, he's got to go. He can't, they were terrible. No way he can stay. They were terrible, and I can't Should imagine. Bring back Joe Judge. I don't well, I was care. just about that. I, yeah. I mean, they were good. He he was a good special teams coach. I mean, so what? He's never going to coach in the NFL again. That's for sure, as a head coach. So you might as well bring him back as as a special teams coach. So that's what. So the caller brings that up too about Flores coming back. So tell talk tell you know Belichick has Flores, a track record of Chris, doing but it. Flores, Chris, I think is a commodity. If he don't get a job this year, I think he will next year. So does Flores go back to being a defensive coordinator or does he just sit and wait for a job until next cycle? Maybe it's not this cycle. Maybe it's the following year. Or yeah. do you come back and be a defensive coordinator and try to keep yourself relevant? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Does that help his reputation or does it hurt it coming, crawling back to Belichick? Yeah. I mean, I it, it, obviously he's going to interview for these jobs that are out there, but I tell you, I mean, in I Patricia's mean, case, Chris, he came back because nobody, nobody's ever going to hire him again. And they nobody. and they stuck him up in the boot somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, but the thing, the thing with Flores is, yeah, I mean, if nobody else hires him, why wouldn't you come back to New England? I mean, yeah, listen, true. that defense, we were happy with him as a coordinator. When, when Patricia left and Flores took over that, that, of course, he never got the title. I don't know what it is with Belichick. He doesn't want to give anybody the title. But he DC. gave it to he gave it to Patricia this year. No, oh, Patricia back was back yeah. then. He was yeah, but it oh, took was, a while. Was Flores actually named defensive coordinator? I don't know if he ever was. I mean, I know Patricia was, but that took that was after Cornell left, and that was like it took some years for him to get Look, that. I know Flores was in charge of the defensive play calling, but I don't know if he officially gave him the title. Well, all I know is he 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 was the de facto DC over there, and when yeah. and you and I, when Patricia left and Flores kind of kicked up because he was there already, man, that defense flew around the ball. They were aggressive, and I believe he did call the he was calling the plays on defense because he was, remember he how was. aggressive that defense was? We loved it. Yeah. That bend don't break crap went away, it was gone went out the door, yeah, completely gone, and then we were getting after teams. Oh, it was awesome. That was when uh, those are the years we were playing against Kansas City over there. And just giving Mahomes fits, 
you know, with pressure in his face and, and that zero look. So if he's Chris, available. And, and, and last week, Chris, he did some of that against us last week. He brought pressure to Jones in different ways, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and I think he definitely confused him. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he's there and, and I would definitely, you know, reach out to him and say, Hey, but yeah. if, if Mayo leaves, I would definitely reach back out to Flores and say, Hey, come back. Coach linebackers called the defensive plays for us. Um, cause you're going to have an opening on the staff, right? Um, yeah, we get openings, openings all over the damn, you know, you know. coaching staff, but okay. So yeah, because I can't imagine he's, he's up for the Houston job too. Listen, if you're Flores, though, you got to want – I mean, he's obviously wants to be a head coach. But if you're one of these teams out there that's looking for a coach, man, that would be – he would be at the top of my list. And, I mean, good – look, you you had a good quarterback draft or a big-time quarterback draft last year with Mac Jones and Fields and Lance and these guys and Wilson. And, and – and, um, Yeah, the quarterback Lawrence. class this year is nowhere near as good coming up. No. So, you got two of those spots open. You you okay? You have three you have three three places where right now currently I understand Watson wants out, but currently it's a real good quarterback situation. Lawrence in in Jacksonville, Fields in Chicago, and th- for the moment Deshaun Watson in Houston. And maybe Houston's thought is, hey, if we bring Flores in, I mean they were going to trade for him when he was in Miami. So maybe if we bring Flores in, he can keep Watson here. Maybe, you know. Maybe but that could be. You know what? The ownership in, in the ownership in Houston is is, a, is a horrific. Yeah, it's it's a dumpster fire. It really is. But I tell you what, I think he's I gonna think end Flores up in is a perfect fit in Chicago, Chris. I do too, because he's that that hard ass, like you said, he's a hard ass son of a bitch. Where you know he tries to be Belichick, and he's just a just that hard ass kind of guy. He fits well, that, that fit, my Ditka mold. That fits perfect. Chicago people love that crap. Yeah. You know, I know a few guys from Chicago. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yell at them, punch them, hit them, tell them you shouldn't have drafted yeah. them. All that Parcells crap. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see what happens. Remember um, Parcells with, with Terry Glenn? She's doing okay. He said, oh, Remember? my God. Yeah. A lot of crap. If that were how that many, was today? How long ago was that? That oh, had God, to be that was, what? That, that was, was like 90. Shit. That was, yeah. Uh, say it was what, year did we go, what year did we go to the Super Bowl against Green Bay? Was 96. it that year? It was 96. I think he said it. So that's like or what, 25, whatever year it was. That's like 25 years ago. Yeah. Wow, Mark, are we old? Yeah, but you could never say those things today. That's crazy. That was like said. that call. That was like that caller last week that that called in and talked about when she was growing up with the Celtics. Uh, yeah, she was growing Garnett up with the Celtics. Garnett and Pierce, yeah. Oh my God, you know, Mark, really? you gotta just keep coloring it. Just keep coloring it. Yeah, you I know? spray it, that, kid. I spray it. I don't get. They got that shoe polish. You spray yeah. it. Or you could do what Joe does. Just shave it. Just shave it off. Right, Hey, hey, God only gave a few people, few people, beautiful heads. The rest he gave hair. You know that one. Come on. Joe gets mad at the people that choose to. They're like Costanza. Pisses Costanza off when people choose to shave their head. Oh, the worst. When people have a nice, beautiful, full head (laughs) of hair and they just don't take care of it or don't call, don't, like, nothing. I'm like, you don't deserve that head of hair, you, you. Yeah. Most people shaving their head because you know it's yeah. it's. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm getting yep. close, you know. But yeah. Joe, yeah, that aggravates Joe, right? So, mm. <laughs> well, listen, we'll see what happens with Flores. Um, I would take him back as DC. Phil, Bill, Phil, uh, I, you know, I, I echo you. I understand what you're saying. The coaching staff does kind of suck right now, and it's a huge problem. And Mark illustrated with the special teams last week, and so. Let's see what happens with that in this coaching carousel. But uh, Heated Hotline was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Okay. On the other side, everyone in the Pats Nation, Patriots pregame. That's next. that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. 
Round three, Mark. Ding, 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 ding. Round there three. New England Patriots go into the Buffalo Bills tonight. 8-15 Eastern kickoff. My God, Mark, it's playoff time. It's the wild card weekend. <sighs> okay, let's get into it. Mark, first of all, it's, uh, right now, currently, it's probably, I think it's like nine degrees there. Yeah, it's no going to be cold. That's what damn like sure. It's going to be cold. Degrees. So, Mark, the Patriots win this game if they what? Sack um, Allen three times or more. Okay. If they win this game at the end of the night, you're going to see they had three sacks or more, Chris. Because they're going to have to get pressure on them. They're going to have to put them on the cold ground. On the cement. It's going to be like cement. It's going to be rock hard, and they're going to bang them. They're going to bang them and bang them. You're not going to beat this team if you don't get them off the spot and bang them. That's my prediction, Chris. If we win this game at the end of the game, you're going to say, holy shit, Mark, you're right. we got three sacks or more. Who does it have to come from? So let's get into the defensive side of the ball then, since you're saying this. Who who does that kind of pressure? I think Judon who needs to have Chris, a good I, game. Chris, I think Judon has to go back to his midseason form. Judon has to really pressure him from the outside. But not only pressure him, Chris. I think Judon's going to get at least two sacks, Chris, tonight. He's going to get that energy because when Judon gets that energy, it seems like it lifts up the rest of the defense. But not only does he got to do that, Chris, he can't run by the goddamn quarterback like he's been doing for the last five games, Chris. If you're going to bring that pressure, you got to stick it. You can't fly by him so he goes out the back door and runs for 30 yards. Everybody got on um, Jawan Williams and, um, damn, Mark, who I can't remember. Was it Collins? Who was chasing across the field on that third and eight when uh, Tua ran for that first down to ice that game? Was it was it Collins or was it, was it either Collins or Van? Oh, <clears throat> I don't think it was Maybe Bentley. It was okay, so either sure. way, it was a linebacker. Now they caught a lot of crap. Um, Juwan Williams caught a lot of crap for that. So did the linebacker. Mark, they were in man coverage. Okay, and their backs are turned. Tua recognized it. The guy that should get the most crap for that play last week was Judon. I mean, that's what Mark's talking about. Judon got up the field, passed the quarterback, which is your first cardinal rule when you're pass rushing from the edge. Don't go too far upfield. Don't get past the quarterback because he could just come underneath you. If he does that this week, if he pulls that crap this week or Van Noy does it on the other side, this kid will rush for 150 yards. Allen, I'm talking about. I mean, take it all day. But that, you know, presumes that they're going to be in man coverage. Which? Well, Chris, I think they're going to have to mix it up, though. Listen, because last when we played them up here, Chris, did we ever get out of zone? He just picked us apart. We played the entire the same defense the entire game, pretty much. No, he did. He got in. He was in zone a few times. I was in man a few times, and it was it was ugly. Those were the times that Allen got out. No, no, no. I know that, Chris, but I still think you have to mix it up. If you if you just sit in in in, in the same coverage all night, you can't. They're gonna have to mix it up. They're gonna have to do some some zero look, Chris. They haven't really. I don't think they've really have mixed it up enough against Buffalo this year. I think you got to give this guy something different to look at, Chris, and because I, I I think you can confuse him. Listen. He'll give you something if you force him to, okay? Yeah, he, he he's good. He gets things. He does things for his team. But he'll give you something, too, if you can get him pressure on him, Chris, and get him thinking and get, you know what I mean? He'll give you something. Well, yeah, I mean, he threw, he threw 36 touchdowns, 4,400 yards passing, which is great. But he also threw 15 interceptions. With a guy in his level, supposedly, AFC Championship game last year, you shouldn't be throwing 15 picks. Yeah. In a season, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so you're but, right. But the point is, Chris, they got to figure out how to, you know, do. They got to get the pressure on them. So here's the thing, okay? And Chris, we may be in trouble in the secondary. They said Mills might be out today with the COVID issue. Well, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him reactivated. I mean, I think you know, I, I I've been checking. I've been looking. I know Joe has. And, and Chris, they activated D'Angelo Ross, which tells me Mills isn't playing because he's on the COVID list. Right. So. That that's a huge huge problem, Mark. Is any of those thoughts about mixing it up? Well, people don't understand a lot too. When you bring your buddy Miles Bryant out again tonight, well, he's going to be there. Jawan Williams is going to be there. Oh. I mean, I mean, it just keeps getting worse. Jawan Williams, Chris, doesn't belong on a football field. I'm I mean, it's, that right it's, now, he's awful. I mean, I know he got hung out to dry a little bit on that play last week, but nah, he's not. You know, he can't. But then he, Chris, got, you know then he went and got his me, own play Chris, hurt. you know what pissed me off about him? Okay, so you're right. That play, Chris, you're 100%, 1,000% right. That's on Judon because he didn't seal that. However, 
on that play, Chris, if you're you're watching, he doesn't even set himself up to make the tackle, Chris. He he took a horrific angle on Tua. He should have been able to hit Tua before before the the, the, the first down marker. He doesn't. And that's and the like pl- you said, then he hits his own player and inches him. Oh man, the angle he took to get to him. I mean, first of all, you wanna you wanna they call it breakdown. I call it widening the stance, you know, as you come to a tackle. <clears throat> but the problem that that he had was he came on such a bad angle and broke down so far in advance of, of Allen being on him. Then now, now Allen shifted a little bit and now he's off to the side and now he goes, try to make that tackle off to the side. His legs whip around and two of bomber's knees. Yeah. <clears throat> and he got his player hurt doing that. Yeah. Two just goes right by him. Mark, he shouldn't have been making that play. He shouldn't have been the guy that was turned having to make that play. You know, this is why I'm saying, you talked to me about, and yesterday you did, about the scheme. You know, Belichick, he can't possibly allow to have happened what happened before, right? But the problem is the horses. There are instinctual things that need to be happening on that field. Whoever that linebacker was that I keep, that's why I wanted to remember. If it was Van I don't remember who it was, Chris. So on that play, he was dragging across the field. It was a good design. You know, they took they took um, they took the running back from the left side. They took him out of the backfield and dragged him across the field. And the linebacker went with him, right? So in man coverage. Well, in that situation, the other corner on the other side, uh, Jackson or whoever it was there, passed off Gilsecki, and now he's sitting there. And so you got two corners on one side, Juwan Williams and and the other the other corner. I think it was Mills. And so. The linebacker needs to see, okay, I got a cornerback sitting there. Let the guy go. Turn yourself, and then you come for Tua. See, these are the kind of things, Mark, that that's not happening on this field right now. No, it's not. And, Chris, how do you change that? So it's not a scheme issue. So if it's well, not some a of scheme, it was. This well, game last year, last time was, but yes, go ahead. But if it's not a scheme issue, Chris, then what, what do they do? To, I mean, I mean, if, if you don't got the horses that can recognize and intuitively know what you're supposed to do on a play because you're prof- supposed to be a professional. Yeah. I mean, we might be in for a long night. Yeah, it's a bat. Don't even, don't, don't, you know, Joe, Joe, now what? I'm going to break my New Year's resolution. Are what you I kidding? Do? Well, we may be in for a long night, he says. You've been screaming for Buffalo. I want Buffalo. I want to go to Buffalo. And now Joe, sudden, oh, well, there we go. A long night. Joe, here we can go. I ask you a question, Joe? <laughs> did, I, did I say we were losing? I said we could. The word there was good. See, he don't listen, Joe. He's got COVID brain. The only kid I know, the kid hasn't left his house in six months, and he's got COVID twice. Twice. <laughs> That's why my voice sounds like this. Yeah. Uh. I, I, I never leave. I don't talk to people. I don't go anywhere. I got it twice in six months. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, well, mo- so that, that's the key word there. Could. Could. I didn't say they were. I said could. Listen, the scheme has got to be better. When I went back and looked at this Buffalo game in Foxborough, Mark, and I looked at the defense. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. Now, the whole mixing up of man and zone, you know, people don't really understand what coverage is. They don't get it. Some There, there are coverages where you're playing half and half sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where you got some guys that are playing man concepts, but with the zone look, and you got the other, the safe, safeties may be in zone. I mean, there's a lot of little things. So to just say, well, you're playing man, coach, that's why they get irritated. Because they're like, I'm talking to, they're talking to reporters who have no, like you said about Maz last week. No clue what they're looking no at. No what idea they're what they're looking at. So these coaches no are like, why am I talking to you right now? You know what I mean? But the point is, the, the scheme, what I saw on that field was bland. And I think Belichick's so worried about two things. Well, tonight he's going to be worried he doesn't have Mills. So you can't, can't play too much man because of man concepts. Because I don't have the horses to do it. And I'm concerned that, so therefore, I can't devote five guys pressure. I can't devote more than four to coming after the quarterback. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. I got to get pressure to help the secondary, but I can't get pressure if the secondary doesn't help them. And that's the problem. That's the problem with the personnel. That's the personnel issues that's causing that problem. But when I saw the scheme and I saw what they were doing and what they weren't doing, McKenzie killed, killed us last week. And what was he, Chris, uh, a fourth fourth receiver, fifth receiver? Yeah, now he's got speed. I get it, you know. And they just dragged him across the field, like those hill, those, those, um, the, 
those routes he runs, those crossers across the field, and he just ran away from Miles Bryant. But it's it's a tough ask for any corner to run with that guy across the field when there's no pass rush. There's no pass rush. And what pisses me off, what I didn't understand, this has to be different tonight. You got Duggar sitting over there, right? And 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 different linebackers within the five yard. I mean, McKenzie was running within that five yard area where you can hit him still. Nobody touched them. If you're a safety, if you're a linebacker, and you got a crosser coming towards you, you got to give him a shot. You got to bump him. You got to wall him off a little, adjust his route so that Bryant can catch up. Does that make sense? No, it absolutely makes sense. And Chris, I don't think Phillips has been since the, he hurt that knee. And I mean, he's on the he's on the injury report every week, and he definitely tweaked something that play at the end of the game against Buffalo. Remember the first, in Buffalo. He hasn't been as physical, Chris, because they used to drop him in the box, yep. almost like a hybrid linebacker. And, and they haven't done that since that game, Chris. So something tells me he's not really 100% either because Phillips would be the guy that would get physical yeah. with, with, with guys cutting across. It wouldn't necessarily be Duggar. It would have been Phillips. And we haven't seen Phillips doing that. Yeah. Well, they're going to probably have to do that tonight because yeah. – you, you've got to – those inside linebackers are so – listen, the last game, Allen accounted for 380 yards total offense he accounted for out of their 420. So it starts and stops with what Allen's going to do, no? Oh, absolutely, Chris. And then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm listening to – this is what really drives me crazy too. And that's why the Corso and Catone Patch Nation is the real deal – pregame show because I'm listening to all these dumb analysts say, oh, Buffalo's been running the ball the last four weeks. Oh, they're running. Look at their average. This, that. What What running the ball? They, the, the kid, the kid Singletary, okay, yeah, he's not bad. He's gotten a little better. But that's Allen. Allen's rushing 20, 25 yards a pop every time he runs out of the pocket. So, yeah, at the end of the game, their running average looks like it's old. They're running almost six six, six yards right. a carry. No, oh, really? No kidding. Because Allen's running for 20 yards a pop. Like, like really? Why don't you understand and watch the film and understand what Buffalo, how Buffalo's getting those yards? So, to your point, Chris, Allen, you're going to have to count for him because he's going to run the ball tonight, especially if it's two degrees, three degrees below zero. He's going to run the ball, Chris, if your inside linebackers think. Well, talk about that, Mark. Talk about the situation because they're, they're, that's one position that's gone south quickly. Well, Chris, you got – well, Hightower's supposedly playing today, but he's banged up, right? He didn't play last week. Yeah, he you wasn't got, good all season. Right, you got Bentley, who's been on the injury report numerous times this year. You got Collins has an ankle, and Van Noy looks old. So take your pick. What, what are you going to do? It's like the old race caller from Rockingham. We got four across the lane. Take your pick. Maybe you'll get lucky. We don't got no luck, Chris. You got four steps out there. <laughs> We gotta add that in. We gotta add one of those segments in. So I hope you captured that little blurb there just now. You know, but I got uh, it. Well, Ma- Ma- Mark, you're right. You're right. The ina- they're so inept, and that's why you're gonna have to bring up those safe. You're gonna have to bring those safeties down in the box for no other yeah. reason. And and you would think, well, if they can't run the ball, if Singletary side, well, what the hell are they bringing safeties up in the box? Why? Because if if they don't if they don't seal him in. And he steps up into that center of the field, which is, so Chris, by the way, which is where Singletary Chris, killed you, you. Chris, let me ask you this. Do you try to deploy some of the principles that you do when you play like a Lamar Jackson or even a Mahomes? Because you do got to kind of account for Mahomes running out of there, too. Like some of the principles that they account for when they play those types of quarterbacks. Do you have to deploy those tonight against this kid? You can try to you can try to um, disguise some of this stuff. You're not gonna put you're not gonna devote a spy. That that's an outdated concept anyway. Having a, one guy following you. No, see no, not it one guy, but they usually but, there's usually somebody, Chris, that's kind of keeping an eye on. Okay, what formation are they in? What like in other words, once there's there's certain things that they do that you know Allen can go out the back door with, and and I don't necessarily know if we've recognized that at all. Well, I think that I think he'll try to have them prepare for the design runs. Because you're going to see a lot more design quarterback runs. You're going okay. to see it. Just you think you'll see that tonight, tonight, Chris? Absolutely. Because, again, the inside linebackers stink. Those check – and, by the way, most checkdowns, most teams' checkdowns to the receivers when the quarterback's reading and then he yep. – is usually on the outside somewhere. For this team, it's going to be directly in the center of the field. Okay. With Singletary, guys like that, the, the knocks. Because 
that's where our weakness is. And the Chris, center that of the guy, field. You, the guy you just mentioned is going to be a guy tonight. I think that's going to have a big game for Buffalo because they really caught the touchdown in New England, but they really haven't featured Knox against us yet. That's going to be the wrinkle. You mock my words tonight. You're going to say, Jesus Christ, would somebody please put a man on him? Knox is going to be the new wrinkle tonight, Chris, because there's nobody's going to be able to cover him because of those linebackers are so bad, and they haven't exploited that yet. Game three, they're going to exploit us tonight with Knox. You watch. Yeah, I mean, and that that's one of those that's one of those checkdown guys too. And he in, in the set again in the center of the field stuff. So Mark, how do you how do you keep him in the pocket? You first speed up the game on him. Mm-hmm. You know, so so you you make him have to see things on the line of scrimmage that he can't diagnose pre-snap. So if you try to go Chris, zero the look, issue, and, and Chris, the issue with that is do we even have the defensive talent to do that? If you have if you can if you can afford to put your safeties more down in the box and in the center okay. of the field, okay, with I'm talking the safeties being Phillips and Duggar, McCordy's always gonna have to be back. And and by the way, you'll be able to tell what Belichick thinks of his secondary tonight the further back McCordy is. The deeper McCordy is, Belichick's not comfortable. That's oh, what that well, tells Chris, you. McCourty's been playing deep all year because he's not comfortable. He's not comfortable. always late getting over. Both because with the he's pass playing, rush or the coverage. He's always late getting over on plays, Chris, because he's playing so damn deep. Because right. to your point, he, he don't trust the corners. Well, Jesus Christ, you let one of them go. You got rid of one of them. I don't know. What, but, but I'm not even going to get into the Gilmore situation. But Jonathan Jones, I mean, obviously they would be better if Jones was healthy, right? And, and that was a yeah. big loss. And now when, Mills. When he went out. And now Mills. So, so you know, you're down to guys that you really didn't think would be getting much playing time. No, which no. Means, now, now they're featured. Which means you've got to do what you're suggesting. You've got to be able to control the line of scrimmage better. Now there's guys and, on this. Barmore's on the list. Collins, Davis, uh, no, half the de- half the defense, Guy, Chris. Hightower. They're half all on the Abe Phillips. They're half all on the, the injury list, Mark. Yeah, half the defense. Now I would imagine if they could walk, they're getting out there. But 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 to your point, how do you do it? Yeah, if you disguise some things on Allen, if you shake it up on him, he's not going to be so quickly, you know. But you got to set the edge, which is something they can't do. They have not been able to do it. Not Van Noy, no. not Judon, not Wise. That's stiff. I mean, if and you don't steal the edge, you're screwed. I mean, you're done and, tonight. And Chris, they don't have the depth on this team for that whole – the New England mantra has always been next man up, right? It's always yeah. been their mantra. Next man not up. Now. But they, they don't have the depth or the, the talent level to do that next man up, Chris. I mean, you notice we haven't even mentioned in this whole 30-minute spending on defense. We haven't mentioned Uche. We haven't spent talked about no. Winovich. And those are guys that you wasted third-round draft picks on. I we am. haven't even mentioned them. Well, when we get into our season recap, we'll we'll be talking about the draft and those kinds of things. But yeah, Mark, the yeah. bottom line is we're talking about defending the run. It's it's defending Allen. That's it. Okay. You have to defend Allen in this game. Period. I agree. You can't I defend agree. Allen. You're screwed. I so agree. we'll see what happens there. Now, on the other, Mark, on the other side of the ball. So here we go. Isaiah Wynn is out tonight. So Chris, everybody's saying that's a big loss for us. You and I, if you and I are going to be consistent with what we've been talking about. So, right. You know, it, well, it, it, here's what I will say about him, Chris. He's been better in the running game. He still right. can't protect you in the passing game. They just go by him, Chris. He can't right. protect. He's not a left tackle when it comes to a passing game. Right. But no. I because think he's quick, I, he's a little quicker out on the run game, out on yeah. the edges when they run those little bubbles or they run he wide. Is. But or, you I know. do think, Chris, you got enough behind him to still be able to run the ball because the majority of the time you're going to the right side of the field with the, the running plays anyways. Yeah. Well, I could tell Please you this. Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you no, I no, had no, to no. bring Win up. No, no, that's why I brought him up. You know, he's out tonight. So yeah. now there's been some talk all week about how do you, what do you do to fix that problem? Do you bring Brown over and no. put a Winu on the other side? You don't bring Brown over. He hasn't played there all year, Chris. I wouldn't ask him to do that. That's good. I'm glad you're saying that because I was going to yell at you because the other jackasses, that you're, you referred to on our last show, you know, the masses of the world, these guys. Listen, Chris, when, 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 years ago when I used to go to Saratoga on Saturdays, they used to have Javi Pack. Used to, he used to be under the paddock tent. He used to have a, a show on, on Saturdays. He'd pick, he'd pick all the races, right? And Javi Pack used to say, don't ever ask a horse to do something he's never done before. 
Well, Trent Brown obviously has played left tackle, but he hasn't played it there all year. Not so this when, year. Yeah. And, he has, and I don't think he played last year. Last year, he was on the right side in, in, with, with the Raiders. So yeah. unless you're absolutely desperate, you can't move him, Chris. You can't. No, you're not going to fix <clears throat> you're not going to fix one try to fix one problem by creating two. No. Nope. I mean, you know, now nope. Winnow hasn't played there either, but that's a wash. That's a wash. Neither one of them have. That's a wash. That's a wash. But I the think the guy Owinu... I'm worried about Chris is he's on the injury report. Andrews better play. Oh, he'll have. If he'll Andrews play. don't play, we got a problem. I, I I would imagine he'd be playing. I I mean, know, he went out for I, one I, play last week. They fumbled the snap. Yeah, right. So yeah, Chris, I mean, you, what you, is you, what are they going to do on offense? We talked enough well, about I mean, you, defense, right? You, you, so you what got... are they going to do on offense to win this game? Well, they got to run. They have to run the ball. They have to shorten the game. They have to control the clock. And and to finish that point, I'm good with Mason and Brown on that side. That's fine. Yeah. Stay there. Don't touch it. But I'm good with the Winu starting because Winu's yeah. trained to do both. I want him instead of Haran. So I I think they'll be okay in the running game. And to be honest with you, Mark, I think it's an upgrade in the passing game with the window sitting there. So what do they have to do? They have to run the ball, period. Stevenson, Harris, and a dose of each one of them. Now, well, Chris, last time they played Buffalo yeah. in, in New England, Stevenson was just coming back from COVID. He wasn't 100%. Yeah, he played in the game, but he didn't get he didn't get his minutes, right, like he yeah. usually gets. And when he was on there, he didn't have the energy. He didn't have the – like, he definitely was not 100%, but they put him in the game. They ran the ball in that game, Chris. The issue in that game was that – they fell behind by so many points. You kind of had to get away from that, what we typically do, and you had to open the game up more. But if they can stick to what they've done, but and and, and Chris, you got to get a, you got to get out of the gate. You got to get out of the gate tonight. You can't do what you've done the last four weeks, Chris. You're down 17-7. If you get down 10, 14 points early, Chris, it's going to be a blowout. Well, he's blown out. And you yeah. and I know you think we're gonna get blown out. You've been saying it for three weeks. We're well, gonna get blown I, I, out. I didn't we're say we're gonna get blown out. I'm just so saying now, we're gonna lose. Joe, now he's Joe. He's talking about me, Joe. Now he's backtracking, no, no, no. Joe. Yeah, you know what I did say? They were gonna get their ass kicked there. You, um, you've been yelling me for weeks. I don't want I'm to I'm owning it. I'm owning it. Okay, okay. There's no yelling. There's no booing here. There's no booing here. There's no you crying in baseball. Hey, I want to say this though. Yeah. Isn't that Belichick style? He's sort of like you know, eases off at the beginning and then comes tries to come back. That's what he seems like he does every every time these big yeah. games come up, and it drives yeah. me insane. Yeah, I think that's a product of the personnel, Joe. You know, I don't think he wants to do that. I don't think <laughs> that's ever the Chris, plan. So, Chris, let me ask you a question. Stink. So, yeah. Chris, let me ask you a question. You said they're going to run the ball. So, how are they going to run the ball? Well, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, because Buffalo understands what's coming. Yep. You know? But they understood what was coming in Buffalo, too. Now, look, you're right. They rushed for 220 yards in the Buffalo, up in Buffalo last time. And they rushed for 150 yards and even had a better percentage in New England. And no and, one's talking one, about and, that, Chris, because our defense played so bad. Nobody's talking about the fact we still ran the ball against Mark, them. listen, these guys that are talking, can I just tell you, can I just say something? I mean, I've been, I, watched this, I watched the program the other night, and I listened to these two guys talk about who's going to move to the left, left tackle, okay? And, well, you can move Brown over. And I hear them say, well, it really doesn't matter, they said. It really doesn't make a difference. You can move Brown over. You can switch him back and forth. Like, do you have any – do they have any idea the moronic – these guys are on TV. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's completely different playing right side and left side. Everything's opposite. Everything's yeah. different. And in split-second decisions, if you're not used to playing there – that's a huge deal. It's like it's like telling a right-handed hitter, hey, get up there and bat left this time. Yeah. Just, you know, go ahead and do it. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, all right. How, how are they, they going to – these are the morons that we're talking about. But how are they going to run the ball? Mark, they're going to have to go heavy sets. I think they got to get to the ball to the edge. I think you get those linemen out there that are a little more – they're a little quicker for New England, speedier. You know, Karras, Mason, get, you know, get Brown, get a win out to the edge, you know, with your linebackers. And, you know, set that up. Get 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 out there to the edge and and force Buffalo to pull some guys. Force Buffalo to get outside a little more. Force them to play more base, more base defense where not everybody's compact inside. Okay. If you do that, you should that should open up an inside lanes and cutback lanes, which is what they liked to do when they played Buffalo the first time. Oh, Harris Buffalo. is really good at that, Chris. That cutback lane, he's good right. at that. And they're all designed for that. They design cutbacks. They you take advantage of of they take advantage of the flow. They take advantage of yeah. Buffalo's over pursuing, and then yep. they cut back. 
Yep. So to me, that's how they run. Like, Chris, how also, t- also tonight, Chris, they, it seems like they activated them off the practice squad. Because remember, I told you last week, they, they, they in the playoffs, there's no cap on how many times you can come off the practice squad. You yep. wave it for the playoffs. Wilkerson, I believe, is going to be active tonight, Chris, because they took him. Why would you bring him off the practice squad? If you were going right. to play Harry, you wouldn't have taken him off the practice squad. So my guess is Harry's going to be inactive tonight. I'm going to so tell you we, what I would do, Chris. I'm going to tell you yeah. what I would do. I would show some balls. Yep. Throw caution at the wind and say everybody thinks we stink and we're going to run the ball. And I line up no huddle four wide. Yeah, you keep saying that every week. You keep saying that. Yeah, Max Jones is going to—he's going to line up four wide. They're going to spread them out. And I'm not saying he's going to. I said me personally. That's what I would do. The bus. Yeah, and just to throw something different, a different. And who's and who's running the pass routes? Just so I know, in your in your dreamland, who's uh, running these routes and getting open well, in these four wide sets? Well, Just so got, I know, you got, you got Jerry Rice, you got you got <laughs> Randy Moss, you got Terrell Owens. <laughs> I thought number one, I thought number one was going to run those routes. He, he, he's oh. the one's bench today. Wilkinson's going to play. <laughs> no, and all, but but Chris, I, I honestly, think, in all honesty though, Chris, if Wilkinson is playing, I, and and all, I do think you might see them throw the ball a little bit more because Jones has a comfort level, obviously, with Myers, but he showed Chris all through preseason. He has a comfort level with Wilkerson. Whatever it is, there's some sort of chemistry between those two guys. I wouldn't be surprised, Chris, if you see Wilkerson catch four or five balls tonight in in, in different situations. You know, I agree with you, Chris. You're going to run the ball. You're going to have to get on top of this team early. You can't play action without running it. You can't play action without running it, which is what we do. We do the dump downs. We do the screens. We do the we, – we, we, all of – everything we do in our passing game, for the most part, Chris, is predicated on establishing some sort of run, right, or something at the line of scrimmage that makes them think, well, there's a possibility they could run. If you don't establish that, that's when we really struggle. Plus, you got to shorten the game, right? keep their offense off the field. you got to the game. Let's talk, about the the two, let's talk about the two quarterbacks, all right, yeah. in the last three minutes here this segment. Okay, it's cold. It's nine degrees yep. below zero. It's freezing cold. Not a lot of not a, no, not on the, nothing on the ground. No, not a lot of wind. Okay, but Josh Allen doesn't play well in the cold historically. What's what are these well, two we'll quarterbacks? Matt Jones will do tonight. Yeah, or Mac Jones. Played, he's never played in a game like this. This weather. He's never played in a playoff game. Period. Let's, let's well, I mean, he's look, played a national championship game, so I'm not worried about the moment. Games, Chris, but he's never played in this weather. It's always been in right. a dome or been in Florida. So how is yeah. he going to handle that? How do you see him handling that? Because, I mean, I don't think the stage is too big for him. I think he's played on bigger stages than this. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I don't think the stage is too big for him, Chris. I, 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 here's what I'm here's, – here's what the experts have been saying all week too, Chris. They think he's played so many games this year, plus preseason. They think he's on yeah, overload. They think he hit the wall. They think he's on overload, and he needs to take a step no. back, have an offseason, relearn things. And and I don't know, Chris. I just want to put that out there because I think we'd be remiss if we didn't throw that out there. I know we're getting close because we, we got a lot to cover still before the end of the show. Mark, that's outdated, that but bullshit. That's about outdated. I think wall. it's outdated. But you know how many people have said that this uh, week, Chris? You know what? That, that's just a cop-out of people that don't understand this game and the preparation and the stamina and all the things they do. Mark, if he so – if he real quick, if he just hit a wall, if he hit a wall – and, and Mac Jones can't bring you back. He can't bring yep. you back. You get down two scores, he can't bring you back. Every game they've gotten down, he's brought them to within one score by the end of the game. And that's not garbage time. No, we fought no. about that last night. So, Chris, here's what he's going to do. He can't force it tonight. He's See that? So, if he doesn't see something, Chris, he's kind of forced a couple of throws the last few weeks where they've been tipped, they've been intercepted or he's thrown behind guys and they've been picked. If he if it's not there, he needs to go back to doing what he does was in the middle of the season, Chris. Throw the ball on the ground. Throw the ball where no one's going to catch it. If yeah. it's not there, get rid of it. Throw it away. Or even take the sack. Or take the sack. And he yeah. took more sacks, Chris, at the beginning of the year yeah. because he wasn't forcing it. Now, and I think it's because we're coming from behind so much, Chris, he's been forcing some throws. He needs to go back to that whole Listen, I'm not going to force no, that, it. That, that I, pick I six was at the beginning of the game last week. But, yes, I do understand what you're no, saying. No, but, Chris, that was a bad read. Yeah. That was a bad read on his part. But he, he needs to, Chris, I think, take the sack or throw the ball throw the ball on the ground, throw it away. Do, but he's got to be really cautious because if you win tonight, if you win tonight, mm-hmm. Mac Jones is going to have zero interceptions. If Mac Jones throws, one, throws a pick, you're probably in trouble tonight. He's going to have to have a clean game, no interceptions, Chris. I think, and we're going to have to get pressure on him, sacks, to win this game tonight. 
And how many picks do you think, um, and by the way, Joe, he's going to be impossible to live with if the Patriots win this game tonight. Impossible to live well, with Joe, for me. Joe, you don't, don't think understand. I should be. I'll be talking, he'll be talking to me till four in the morning tonight yelling at me. Oh, oh but it's going to be a good show. Mark, you know what? I hope you are. I hope you are. But oh, uh, no, so how many okay. picks does Josh Allen have to give you? How, how's he going to quickly? He's going to throw at least one. And I won't pick. talk quickly. He's going to throw at least one. I think he may throw two tonight, but he's going to throw you at least one. If he doesn't throw you at least one, I don't think that, that's another thing that you can't win. I got like three keys to this game, Chris. Him throwing a pick's one of them. Belichick's going to force it, though. That's a mistake they made last he's gonna time. He's going to force it. He's going to force it. In Foxborough. He's not just going to do it. I know we're short. We got to get to we got to get to a commercial and then wrap us up, but I think he's going to throw one pick. Okay. That's it. The mock's keys. So, again, you got three keys. What are they again? Sacks. At least two or more sacks. Interception, and Mac Jones is going to throw zero interceptions. Okay. So, <clears throat> Patriots, our Patriots pregame was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? Joe, am I saying that right? What's your special sauce? What's your special sauce? <laughs> What's your special sauce? <laughs> SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Listen, when we come back, we want to give our predictions, and we want to uh, give the predictions for all the other games that are happening around the league right after this. Marcus Aurelius here with Special Sauce Podcast. I'm pleased to announce we have an excellent guest. Mike Sorkin of Immortal Seats. Mike Sorkin is one of the hardest working guys I know. And i got to tell you that his story is a very interesting one. So tune in at our website, specialsaucepodcast.com. Go slow, take chances, be prosperous. Back in with Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England field. And, Mark, before we get to the two-minute warning, real quick, special teams, I'm giving it to the Bills this time. Oh, I'm giving it to the Bills. And that's going to be something to watch for, Chris. If we have more special team screw-ups, you can't do that on the road in a playoff game, not in this weather. Not necessarily the kickers. The two kickers are great. It's everything else on special everything teams. Everything yeah, else. Bailey's and, been okay. And, you know, Bailey's, Bailey's been all right. He hasn't been as good as he was last year, but he's been okay. But, yeah, Chris, it's everything else with the special teams. You're right. All right, well, let's get to our two-minute warning, Joe. This is what happens when you miss. Uh, oh, I was waiting for it. Waiting for it. Waiting for it. You had to be perfect today. Uh, you had to be perfect to not have to hear that today. They call me Mr. Well, perfect. Were, Joe, you were close, right? You were, you were close. You almost made it, Joe. Close. All right, so All listen, right. we'll get to our game last. Um yep. But the Saturday games, our game and okay. uh, Las Vegas is at Cincinnati, the 4.30 kickoff. Okay, Mark, what do You're you have? You're actually asking me that question. I'm asking Cincinnati, you that question. Cincinnati's going to score, too, though. Cincinnati's going to roll 37-17. Joe, write this stuff down. Because, uh, listen, you know all you need to know is it's going to be a blowout, <laughs> an absolute an, an annihilation game, annihilation game. Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe, Joey Burrow is going to come out today and say, hey, I'm here. Nobody mentions me. I'm here. Oakland's going to win this game. And I'm saying Oakland. You know why I'm saying Oakland? I'm saying go. Oakland because that's who's showing up today. Okay. The Oakland Raiders yeah. are showing the Raiders. The Oakland Raiders are showing up today, and they're going to beat win, that baby. team. Cincinnati's going to turn into Cincinnati, period. That's okay. what's going to happen to that All team right. today. And the fans okay. are going to do it, too. They're gonna, they're, yeah. The fans are going to have a big pile of wet up in their stands, too. Listen, Final. if the Patriots win and Cincinnati wins big, you're not, you can't go to bed tonight because I'm going to torture you all night. All <laughs> night. I hope you're right. 24-21, I'm, I'm giving the, uh, I'm giving the, the Raiders the, the, the game. Okay, tomorrow, you got the 1 p.m. kickoff for uh, Philly travels to Tampa. Tampa is gonna yeah. absolutely <laughs> kick them in the face. Give me a score. He wants he wants them so bad, Chris. He's been talking about Philly. It's my nemesis. He is still he. You know he oh, just latches on the that. shit from the Super Bowl. He's still pissed. He lost to them. Yeah, because he threw five touchdowns and still lost. He threw five touchdowns in a Super Bowl yards, and five hundred yards. Five hundred yards. Way. I don't think it's ever happened. So by the way, give me a score. Thirty-one, thirteen, uh, Tampa. 
Joe, by the way, you don't have to worry about a score, but but who do you like, Vegas or Cincinnati? Quick. Me? Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Come on, baby. Okay, Joe's got Vegas. How about the Philly, Tampa? Tampa, come on. Okay. To me, I'm just, I feel the same way. And not not just because of Brady, but because they're getting all those guys back on defense. Barrett, no, they Jack, are Barrett, for sure, right? White, but but he's just he's just he he just wants Philly so badly he can taste them because yeah, of I got thirty eight thirty eight ten. Yeah, that's gonna be a blowout. I, I think. All right, so the four thirty game Eastern is gonna be forty nine is tra- very interesting game. Forty nine is traveling to Dallas and at old school. Niners yeah. Dallas matchup. Old school, what do you think? Dallas. Mika Parsons is going to make Jimmy Garoppolo throw up in his shoes. And it's going to, this game's not, <laughs> everyone's saying, San Fran, San Fran. This game isn't even going to be close. 37 21. The Cowboys are going to smack him in the face in Texas Stadium. Whatever. It's have, not even Texas Stadium anymore. I don't know what the hell it is anymore. ATT Stadium, whatever it is. Yeah. I got 27 24 uh, Niners. This is the yeah. other upset I have of yeah, the week okay, because McCarthy McCarthy's going to become McCarthy. He's going to yeah. do something stupid, yeah. and Dallas is just going to do what Dallas does, and they're going to screw this game up. Yeah, they could. So 27-24. Pittsburgh going to uh, Kansas City for the eight, the nightcap. Um, Here's my upset special. My upset special. Let's have it. Ben Roethlisberger said we're going to get our ass kicked. If we can keep it within 20, just let's go have fun. We know we're going to get killed. Roethlisberger is playing possum. They're going to beat them 23-20 in an ugly, ugly game in Kansas City. And Pittsburgh pulls it out. Yeah, I, I think I think Watt's going to have a nice game. But I just Kansas City's just got a way of winning. They just got a way of figuring they it do. out and they winning do. the game 27-17. Listen, part Kansas of that City. is I just hate Kansas City so goddamn much. I know. But that's a whole other issue. But I do think Pittsburgh, yeah. Chris, in all honesty, I would definitely take the 12.5 if I was betting the game. Joe, I know that's you're taking the Niners against Dallas, right? Oh, yeah. To me, that's the game of the week we're watching okay. again. Of course it is, because he's a Niners fan. He's Pittsburgh, Niners Kansas fan. City, Joe? KC, baby. Okay, yeah, I got KC, too. Um, I got KC in that game. And, uh, Mark, you know, it's weird. You're going to pick Pittsburgh at the upset, but you don't think Vegas has a shot. That nope. makes sense. Because I think Joe Burrow is... is listen, Jamach, you said they're going to score don't 21 points. Don't talk too long on this. Oh, be quiet. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Next week, I'll talk to you about Vegas. Vegas. And the, the NFC West showdown, Arizona travels to the Rams, 8-15 Monday night for the first Monday night playoff game. What do you think? It's an interesting I'm, one. That's an interesting game, you know. Well, then what do you 24, think? 24-20 Rams. 24-20 Rams. Joe? Yeah, I got I to gotta say Rams. I, I would pick Arizona, and I want to pick Arizona, um, but without Hopkins. That's, that's just not there's just not a team that can win big games like this without Hopkins. Although Stafford's got the he's got the potential to do and what Stafford he did in Detroit is, to screw Stafford up is, like he did in Detroit. Stafford is hurt, Chris. He's banged up. He's hurt. He's banged up. So is he going to be the Detroit Stafford or is he going to be the Ram Stafford? We'll You'll see what know. happens now. You'll never in know. our game, Mark. In our game, let's go. What's 26, your 26, 23. Nick Falk, as time expires, puts it through the uprights. Mark, I, I hate, I hate. I know you're going to pick against this. Just I, do I it. I know you're going to pick against this. Do. Just do it. 20 to 17. 20 to 17, Buffalo. Just. And I hope I'm wrong, people out there. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you all torture me later. So. I know it. you're going to pick You're going to pick against this. What are you going to do? Well. Uh, that was our two-minute warning. That was presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. What was the Join. score you picked? 20 to 17. Pay attention. Pay attention. I thought you 20, said 27. 20 to 17. 20 mm-hmm. to 17. The only Patriots post-game show worth watching, Mark. Uh, that's it, Mark. We're getting ready to go. Pick kickoff 815. So some people to thank uh, today. Want to thank the people over at Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Jag Media Productions. Good people over at Studio 42 Designs. For all your graphic design needs, studio42designs.com and Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Tune in to Corso and Catone Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll always have our heated hotline, weekly rewind, and, of course, Catone's comments. I can't wait for that to come back. Uh, and listen, either, either a Pat Patriots recap of the season or, hey, a preview of round two. Let's hope that we will have that uh, to preview for you. We wouldn't know the date, wouldn't know the time. Check out Twitter and you'll see all of that. And should they have another game, you can join us 30 minutes following for the Pats Nation uh, or one eye or, or prior to the well, game. Well, Chris, I don't know. Show. Will they be an eight? Will, will they have eight o'clock games next week? We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But don't hey, know. listen, if they do, 
We're either going to be pregame or we're going to be postgame. We will be on if the Patriots are playing. So make sure you tune in and check out the listings for that. Um, If not, everyone in the Pats Nation, great season. We'll wrap it up coming up next week. So, But we want to say thank you for the entire season if uh, the unlikely event that they lose the game and Mark doesn't think that's going to happen. So make sure you pay attention to that, thanking everybody out there. Special shows coming. We're going to talk about that next week. College Combine, talking free agency, the draft, OTAs, and mini camps. Never ends, Mark. Football never ends. So make sure seven. You, that's it. So make sure you stay tuned. For Marcatone, Joe Guaneri, I'm Chris Corso. Tonight, next up, Patriots Bills kickoff. Enjoy the game, everyone. Mm-hmm.